0: Of Keanu, yes, it's true. Whenever we see you in another movie, get to wishing that you were in them all. Our hearts cry out Keanu, haven't today in 30 years. Now we're looking back
1: on your career.
0: Can't get enough of Keanu.
1: Welcome. So Can't Get Enough of Keanu, the internet's premier Keanu Reeves podcast, in which we explore the filmography of that great, ageless, enigmatic Canadian actor movie by movie. I'm Patrick Willems.
0: I'm Jacob Robinson Torpy. I'm Matthew Russell Torpy. Ah, oh, Matt's last name comes
1: out. <laughs> my middle name. Middle name, yeah. Well, I the can't. Russell. I fucked this up immediately. <laughs> you said last <laughs> name. Bad wow. episode. Everybody knows in our last name Has my Pat. middle name ever come up on the show? Uh, even including the Hartnett version I can't remember I can't remember I don't think so I don't think it has either What's your middle name Pat? Henry Oh <laughs> Yeah Yeah Henry Henry That's good, just classic I Is mean it's fun you if, even, if you cut off the Willems It's the name Of a classic American hero P.H. Paul Henry no, Pat, Patrick Willem Oh Patrick, uh, Patrick, Patrick, Henry. Patrick Henry Oh Patrick Henry He was one of those, like John He was like a founding father Oh I
0: didn't know, that. A, I didn't know uh, that I didn't know that I've heard of that i heard of John Henry school. and I've heard of P-
1: Patrick... Uh, oh my god guys Patrick Henry pa- Paul Bunyan <laughs> <laughs> I guess no, no, I'm, I'm named head head Johnny named after Paul Appleseed James Fenimore Cooper uh, Okay so guys <laughs> here, uh, I brought up the the Patrick Henry Wikipedia article um, he is so he's most he is listed in his first paragraph as a founding father uh, he Man. served as the first and sixth post-colonial governor of Virginia. Mm. And, okay. he is, uh, and he is very famous for the, the, uh, the line... Where he said at some meeting, he said, "Give me liberty or, or give, give me, me death." Oh, he's a give me liberty. He's the fucking guy. give me liberty, yeah. or give me death guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah which makes sense because I say that all the time. Yeah, you do, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. that there, is kind you, of your motto. You hold those strict of principles in your day to day life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like, what do people know about Patrick Willems He's all about liberty,
0: <laughs> right? He
1: wants and if it. not,
0: then death.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah
0: right. Yeah. you are. You, you very, see
1: things in that kind of binary. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. There is no gray area in the middle. Hey guys.
0: Can I, can I tell you a weird nightmare I had this morning? Please. I'm yeah, saying, dude. Nothing obviously. would make me happier. I woke up this morning. Does it like Keanu Reeves? It does. <gasps> We've been talking about Keanu Reeves enough where he has entered my REM cycle brain wave activities. <laughs> and, um, By the way, how
1: long did it take until Josh Hartnett entered that?
0: I don't think I ever had a dream, at least that I can remember, with Josh Hartnett in we're it. We're in
1: uncharted territory, yeah, boys. So. Right.
0: We're in, the, we're in the subconscious now. Yeah. so We're in the subconscious oh, now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So I was, I was dreaming. I'm, sorry, I'm still so proud of us for doing that thing. That was fun. I, saw, I enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, not to pat ourselves on the back, but damn. But damn, we are musical Good. geniuses. Yeah. yeah. We wrote that song. So imagine you're walking alone in like a big empty train station and um, like Grand Central and there's nobody else there except for like a few people like a homeless guy sleeping on the sidewall or something like that. And then I'm walking in this area and I see Keanu Reeves Yum. standing at the far end of the station and I recognize him immediately even though he's standing really far away and I and I and I walk over to him and I'm all excited and I'm like Keanu what's up like. I'm Jake, how's it going? I'm just introducing myself, like, we're going to be buddies immediately. Right. And Keanu looks really sad. And he's like, hey, how's it going? But he's not making eye contact with me. And I'm like, Keanu, what, uh, what's up? Are you okay? Is everything good? And he's like, no, um, he's like, I just got out of the doctor's office. <laughs> and, and he just told me I have, like, some weird, you know, rare form of leukemia. And I have about three months to live. Um, And so he's like I, y- Yeah I, I don't have much longer And I get like really sad And I'm like oh my god that's terrible I'm like this this was a good year for you You had like John Wick 3 <laughs>
1: And he was like Yeah I just um I'm gonna be dead really soon <laughs> and And so is this where you said you know, since you don't have much time left, you should probably come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that.
0: You in your dream, you couldn't have got him on as a guest? he did not go on the podcast in my dream. Instead, what happened was um, he seemed to be like processing the fact that he was going to be dead really soon. And uh, it was really upsetting. Like in my dream, I was completely emotionally wrecked while I was chatting with them. And I remember thinking too, that he seemed to be processing it really, really well and then I went back home to my apartment, and I was like in tears to dream Rachel, and I was like, Keanu's gonna be dead so soon from now, and he just seems to be okay with it, and he's made like a weird kind of weary piece with the idea. Dream Rachel, but- who's a different
1: woman. <coughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rachel being, being Jake's wife. Busty blonde. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and uh, then, yeah,
0: then I woke up, and I just remember, you know, you have that moment in between full wakefulness, right? And where I'm just like, like, "Holy shit! Like this is going to be all over the news." <laughs> you want to hear? I'm going to the- open up my browser on my computer, and it's going to be the first thing on my homepage. <laughs> which is like Keanu announces the fact that he has the rarest form of leukemia, and uh, and will be dead in the next few months, and that he said something you know profound on Colbert about the fact that he's okay with it,
1: and we will miss him, and we will we'll miss him when right. he's gone. Yeah, Whoa,
0: that's. I was like thoroughly upset for a good. Ten weird half wakeful seconds when I was waking yeah, up this well, morning
1: because it's one of those dreams, and uh, I almost never remember my dreams, and uh, and when I do, this this happened to me a lot in high school. The rare times I would remember my dreams is because my dreams were so mundane and plausible mm-hmm. that it's like I get up and I'm like, did that did that really happen? I have a dream where like my friend and I hung out and played video games. That's nice. And, and then I but then I'd be like, wait, did did we do that last weekend? Did 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 I dream that?
0: Yeah, I don't know. That's weird because it's such a mundane, right. normal it, dream. They were so, so you... boring, dude. Yeah. Do you want to hear the, the the saddest, most pathetic dream? One hundred percent. Well, Not one of them. I, I won't. You know, I won't reveal my hand too much with some of the others. But <laughs> it was. It has to do with like the mundanity of just like I went to like, <laughs> like Babbage's or something, <laughs> and I like got a game that like in my dreams that like I like bought it. It hadn't come out yet Or something And I was like Oh boy And then I just Woke up And was like Oh I didn't buy it It's not out yet And yeah. I was just like Legitimately sad I was <laughs> <laughs> just like My life sucks
1: dude <laughs> it fucking sucks That's You great. woke up with such joy I will say and I've also Melted away <laughs> I've also had these like Boring plausible dreams But they're about like That person finally Emailed me back With like good news About that thing And I wake mm. up And I'm like oh, Oh they, they they didn't email me. Yeah. Oh, it I didn't dream happen. about some wild shit though. Oh yeah,
0: I had a pig breakdance and it turned into a spider while it was spinning on the floor. <laughs> so this is a podcast about <laughs> dreams. I had my friend childhood friend Tony, he got attacked by a, a, a talking deer or like a stag and he got gored by the stag's uh, horns, but then he like the pieces of him like melted into the stag's horns and it was all of his heads on all of the horns and they were laughing at me and then the deer started
1: chasing me. Wow that's that's, actually, up. that's an amazing like haunting image. Like we're beautiful in a it weird sucked. way. <laughs> if anyone okay, if anyone if any like it Sucked a, when it was actually if any, happening to me. Uh renowned filmmakers are listening to this episode and you want to license Matt Torpy's dream mm, for yeah. a film. Uh Matt, what's the the price on that dream? I'll probably like 50 bucks for a dream. (laughs) You hear that, Guillermo? You're going to get about that much detail, though. It's an idea. It's a fertilizing seed. No, I imagine you on set being like, no, No, the heads were a little bit lighter. They weren't not like, uh, like 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 paler, pa- paler on the head. So a little bit smaller. R- yeah. yeah, smaller. I'll sit there and
0: annoyingly nitpick while you're doing it. It's after like, the it's fact, it's, it's my dream. <laughs> yeah, it's actually
1: a four month contract
0: where I'm allowed to just sort of trail around you, <laughs> even when you're not working on that. It's my head. <laughs> Remember when Salvador Dali thought that a, a, another artist stole something and he said, "Out of his head." He was watching some surrealist movie and he was like, "He stole my dreams." That's fucked up, I didn't know that Yeah, That's kind of funny Did yeah. he actually Joseph try to do anything about it? Um, Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt Gordon-Levitt He was seeing yeah. mysterious skin <laughs> That's my dream He was <laughs> watching 500 Days of Summer You stole wait, this from my brain Wait,
1: hold up This gives me an idea for a film Hell yeah Okay uh, Kind Inception. of like Inception It's like Inception But with time travel Oh, Okay, 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 oh, now we're what? getting my uh, funny nerd bone tickled <laughs> Buckle up, boys, because my, okay, the idea is people travel back in time And to hack into Salvador Dali or other people's dreams And then steal ideas oh. from those dreams Except mm. they're just ideas mm. for Movies.
0: But the dreams are way weirder than Christopher Nolan's version of dreams, which is everything's a heist movie. Because if w- you're in Salvador Dali's head, then right. Right, everything's a melting it's clock. Except it's,
1: it's just about a team of You come ta- out and you're like melting clock Did <laughs> I paint them? Time traveling dream hacking <laughs> filmmakers. That's dope. Yeah, that's my movie pitch. Uh, I will license that for $350. Mm. Wow. He's driving a hard bargain. I'm just telling you, you can bargain bin prices with my head. That's all I'm saying. True. Yeah. But I have a, I have a whole premise for like a story. You have a scene.
0: That's true um, My Keanu dream Not for sale Okay You're going to Charge this in it, <laughs> Forever Okay babe
1: Not for sale So as you can tell From this discussion We're obviously discussing The 1988 film Permanent record Oh yeah uh, This has all been A prelude to that A you know, quick yeah. surprise Tonal change of
0: shi- shift <laughs> Just Well we've been Introducing right off the, bat. The, the
1: themes of this film uh, yeah. As mm-hmm. anyone who's seen The movie You could tell From the subtle hints We've been dropping in right. all these conversations It's a sad Keanu movie it's a sad Keanu movie. Uh, there are not dreams. The characters have hopes and dreams. They yes. do have dreams. Trust not us. Not to believe, though. No, don't get it twisted. There is zero flying yeah. in this film, mm-hmm. exactly, except mm-hmm. for when a person flies over the edge of a cliff. Yeah. there are people. Well, with uh, he's right. falling in style, Pat. <laughs> there, all right, beep, beep, <laughs> you think that's what he was trying to do? <laughs> that's what suicide off a cliff is. I think he thought he was going to like balance off of a, a rubber ball at the bottom.
0: <laughs> yeah, he had like a totally gross misconception <laughs> of what leaping off
1: of a cliff would. Because with he had traveled being- in time and watched the film Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this Jesus. 80s kid. This, this is 80s good, pop star kid. This is a good po- podcast, right? It's a, it uh, it's a good podcast. People enjoy listening to it for yeah. to our discussions. Yeah, definitely. Look. ask asked that question. Here's the thing this
0: movie is, is once again, we're dipping back into somber 80s territory. Somber? S- somber. Sombre? Som- sombre. Sombre.
1: Sombre. Sombre. It's sabra.
0: Yes, that 80s territory. And um, like it, River's Edge. So it's a little bit of a heavy well, subject. So. Well, yeah.
1: well. It's well that you mentioned *Rivers Edge*. Yeah. Because Matt and I were talking about this movie because uh, I'm sure you guys are pretty jealous. Matt and I watched this film together. Yeah, I do. I want to join in the watching viewing session. You know what? That that means uh, you also had to spend more money to rent it online. I know. Are you sharing the
0: costs of these Amazon Prime purchases? No,
1: because the Patreon pays for it, (laughs) and uh, so I just pay for for this stuff, and I am reaping all the benefits. So if you want to save money. Um, Or I can reimburse you the $4.
0: No, that's okay. I don't have okay. yeah,
1: you cheap fuck. Or you can come to Brooklyn and, and watch it with us. Yeah. Um, but,
0: but then that, one subway ride there is 275 so I'm not saving money anyways. <laughs> Jake,
1: I've told you this a hundred times. You've got to start buying the unlimited Metro cards. Oh, don't buy right. single ride every time. Yeah.
0: Every time. Every, yeah. I've been living in the city for eight years, and I've always bought a single ride.
1: <laughs> every time I get And you're always exasperated when you're like, I have to go back? <laughs> I'm fucking bankrupt. Yeah. You end up walking a lot this way. Oh yeah. But I uh, know when Matt and I were watching the movie together, we were saying this is an interesting companion piece to yeah. River's Edge. Also, same cinematographer. It looks great. This will. Okay, we'll talk about that. Yeah. But same cinematographer as River's Edge, who is also the same guy who shot most of David Lynch's early movies, including Eraserhead.
0: That's fascinating.
1: Yeah, Eraserhead. I think. What is Blue, I think Frederick? Blue Velvet. Elms? Yeah. Uh, also shot Ang Lee's Hulk. He's got oh. a, a really interesting filmography, but again, this like River's Edge, and um, oh my god, more murders Crime. happening around the city. So many
0: murders, almost everybody the in my block city. is dead. That's it.
1: <laughs> yeah, everyone, in this building is getting picked off. Yeah, you're the last ones. Yep. I mean, you guys, <laughs> I, I think I can say this on the podcast. You do live in the top floor of your building. Yes. People and, are someone's working away. they are starting from the up. bottom. We're up. Really going to narrow it down, yeah. they, <laughs> guys. It's Drake. He started from the bottom. And soon he'll be. I here. saw Drake and Josh oh immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really listen
0: to Drake. I don't know him that yeah. well Are you aware of the very famous hit song Started Kiki, from the Bottom? Do You Love Me? Yeah. That's yeah, that, what I remember that, most recently. That, How, How I'm Bling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bling. Remember when Trump was on SNL and he danced to Hotline Bling and everybody thought that was funny
1: because he wasn't president yet? No, I didn't watch that episode. Drake, wants
0: that. Drake may, maybe has a crush on that that girl from Stranger Things. <laughs>
1: What is the girl? Millie Bobby Brown Yeah, oh. yeah dr- uh,
0: That's a fun name Yeah it, Oh it's a f- She sounds like a whimsical girl She sounds like Coraline Or like like one of these types and of people And then
1: Millie Bobby Brown yeah. Ran out the front door And said No mother I'm going to read books <laughs> I'm going to read books And she spilled all her Jelly beans and marbles All over the- Yeah And she sad. ran to her tree house And threw herself Into a world of imagination <laughs> <laughs> And Millie Bobby Brown Was happy That <laughs> <laughs> was really like Bobby Brown Such a yeah. <laughs> just shady Such a Shady character, yeah. shady addict. Yeah Somehow it never occurred to me that Bobby Brown was in her name. You Yo, slap a millie on top. Slap, of slap a millie. Suddenly Yo, I you got made a, a millie. A little girl
0: who loves imaginative Did Did journeys. Doesn't doesn't Drake say he made a millie in start from the bottom? No, a I'm damn it.
1: Anyway This so is anyways, just straight Frederick up
0: Crazy free association with Frederick wait, wait, wait. Elms was
1: a cinematographer <laughs> on this <laughs> and, uh, and like Drake Now we're on a roll Half yeah. a million for a show Here we go Okay we're there back in. Thanks in. Good Nice us uh, back in Broadcasting uh, There you go <laughs> But um, No but actually to Finish off what Matt was saying mm. Yes uh, Drake does seem to have a fondness for Youngins Interesting Which is weird It is weird It's like he's uh, He's McConaughey uh, Yeah Oh no Oh, that was the thing Billy Bobby Brown said that like Oh yeah we text all the time About like uh, I talked <laughs> talk to him about like Boys and stuff like that I'm like, and like, like Drake Why are you talking like, to dude. a teen girl About
0: yeah, that Don't <sighs> be the reply guy To a, a Yeah Teenager There's enough Predatory behavior Of older men And younger people In the news already Don't add to it Exactly yeah. Drake
1: Don't you read the news Don't add to it dude. And unlike
0: this movie A certain apparent suicide Was not real <laughs> <laughs> I've seen He was murdered And uh, maybe switch With a body double
1: So there you have it folks. Stay woke <laughs> And guys So you know I'm not I'm, I don't know for sure But If my high school friends Crazy right wing parents Are to be believed The Clintons did it Yes Which makes sense I don't want to talk about it <laughs> you know, We're so, going to have I, yeah, an this argument This triggering And I, I, I Yeah <laughs> I. Okay Anyway 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 Permanent record is A 1988 film The Clintons are murderers That does feel like a <laughs> <laughs> Hillary's a war criminal I, I, I didn't believe this <laughs> I really hope this is someone's first episode and they have turned it off a <laughs> It is for sure not. <laughs> who's who's watching Permanent Record first on no, the guys, he, podcast? Yes. I see like I look at the analytics for this episode and yeah. you can see analytics. the way it, it's it's pretty funny. It yeah. starts with like John Wick 1. Yeah. Still our most popular episode. Yeah. And then it's it exponentially declines <laughs> episode by episode. Nice. Especially once we hit the old movies after yeah. John oh, Wick yeah. One's. And makes sense. then suddenly Oop, always be my baby in Toy Story 4. It goes up again. Yeah. Nah, and God. welcome back to the night before. And then I wore it. Well, I mean, it, it, it just came out. It,
0: that one just came out. Especially okay. an obscure movie about suicide and dealing with the fallout of
1: it cannot be an super enticing idea. Yeah. No. But this is, this is interesting because, you know, River's Edge is, of course, a film about kids dealing with murder. Uh, yeah. the, the murder uh, of and by a, a classmate friend. And right. a friend And this is about People of the same exact age uh, Also seem This No, no this is in sh- It's outside Chicago It's in yeah. Illinois um, not, up,
0: not Northern California
1: Right uh, But this is about Kids of the same age uh, Dealing with The suicide Of a friend
0: A friend who seemingly Had it all But the The, the, the way they complement each other Is that like This movie is actually Despite the You know Nominal content and of the, you know, of the, and like the, what happened to this one kid. This movie is very optimistic. Whereas, and uh, whereas River's Edge is all about the moral void in, you know, teenagers. Yeah. And like how it kind of just affects everybody in that way. So it's like, it's death, but it's like to the service of very different, um, Kind of messages about young people, I guess. Yeah, of the same era, right? Yeah. This is all addressing the same kind of disaffected youth of the 80s. Honestly, though, this one doesn't seem to be as um, centered around looking at, I feel like, the youth of that particular generation so much. I don't get the impression that, I mean, I don't know the writers of this. Jare Fees, Larry Catrone, three writers. Three
1: writers. And and there are no ampersands in the writing credits. So, Presumably they all did separate drafts Right And no one worked together Well it's definitely It's just not a, like a cautionary
0: tale Because while describing a lack of morals You're obviously moralizing So like Right You know that's what that That's what River's Edge was Was like I, I guess apparently one of The first movies in a, in, a, in a long while To sort of come into the mainstream And cover That aspect of teenage life Which was kind of why
1: it was a big cultural deal
0: yeah, this yeah, one and, and especially
1: to have that dark a take on like like modern teenagers. Right, there was like you just get the smallest
0: glimmer of like respite from from just the absolute unrelenting. Just like kids don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah, this one has a lot more has a lot more hopeful but and positive a, there, ending. There's an interesting critique to this one, and obviously we'll get into it. But like the other parallel, obviously, is Thirteen Reasons Why as like the most. Culturally right. relevant, like
1: thing now. I'm assuming I'm the only one to hear this. Watch that show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I haven't
0: even read the book. I, I know mean, that there's oh, a n- bunch n- n- of like I. cool.
1: Yeah. I know that there's a bunch of like songs that I like
0: that were in that show, and I I don't usually let this stuff irk me, but like just like all the comments uh, on you know those songs on now YouTube of, like oh my god the 13 playlist, reasons why 13 reasons why and I'm like. <laughs> yeah! Uh, I can't listen to like Ultra Vox Or like listen to like an Angel Olsen
1: song now Without being like
0: oh my god oh, yeah.
1: Suicide <laughs> well, is, is so like, sad just don't, <laughs> just don't listen to songs on YouTube Yeah that's true but Get a Spotify account Matt No dude Matthew
0: God, oh, god. Get the, a Spotify account you sound like my dad <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to make cool playlists yeah. I, I make YouTube playlists Yeah and there's ads Yeah <laughs> Shut gotcha, up. gotcha. There are ads on Spotify if you don't pay the full,
1: <laughs> which I don't. So I just, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah I, I pay for it, and I, I'm glad I do. Um, but I will get to 13 Reasons Why because that is a, a really clear comparison yeah. point, yeah. Uh, in terms of just like their handling of similar subjects, and uh, I, I will say I've only seen the first season of that show. Mm-hmm. I watched, uh, and I'll, I'll get into this. I watched the first episode of the second season, and immediately thought. This was a mistake. They should not have made <laughs> a second season. This should have been a self-contained miniseries. I'm done.
0: Yeah, yeah. A lot
1: of stuff similar has been to the, out. to the the British show Broadchurch, which had mm-hmm. a gr- which was a great mini series, and then actually both shows that then decided to make second seasons revolve around uh, the court case uh, based on the uh, about the crime from season one, which just felt like just like really just. Uh, rubbing the audience's face into the misery of it all because, like, oh, now yeah. we just get to watch their families suffer uh, and not get justice for like a whole season. Yeah, and um, so you yeah. saw the
0: second season of Thirteen Reasons? No, Why? I saw the first just episode the first. of season two, but I've yeah. seen all
1: of season one, which I think is the more relevant one.
0: Sure, and I don't um, understand how you extend an arc
1: that it centers like the fulcrum of it, it, it centers ends. on it, a suicide. It, it very much ends kind of in. We'll get into it later, but (laughs) permanent record, um, I'm going to read the first paragraph of the Wikipedia plot summary because I'm not saying no one listening to this has seen uh, seen this movie, but most people probably haven't. We had not until watching it for this episode. So David Sinclair, played by Alan Boyce, seems to have everything. He is smart, talented, funny, and popular. He is best friends with Chris Townsend, Keanu Reeves, a quirky (laughs) outsider. He seems to have it all together, yet... As his personal academic expectations and those of his parents become overwhelming, he seemingly is keeping emotional problems a secret to himself. Oh wait, I will read the the next paragraph. It's one sentence. Yeah, okay. At a party with his school friends along the coast, he takes a walk to the edge of a cliff overlooking the ocean. Dot, dot, dot. What could- Wait, wait, sorry. The, the, The plot summary is literally just the first act of the movie. Yeah. I'll keep going. Right. Chris, playful as ever, remember this is Keanu, decides to sneak up on his friend, but when he emerges from behind a rock, David is not there. He has fallen to his death. Originally assumed to be a horrible accident, the situation changes when Chris receives a suicide note in the mail. Chris and David's girlfriend, Lauren, played by Jennifer Rubin, want to hold some type of memorial, but a reluctant school decides against it, leaving the kids to memorialize their friend in their own way. Right. And that is the premise of the movie. That is a
0: succinct explanation of the first half hour of this film.
1: Well, no, it's the full that's the full I, I I mean honestly the the last sentence or so gets into like the full scope well, of the Well that's
0: true, yeah. It's 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 showing you where it goes it's, after that. They decide to of, memorialize their friend, right? That's the rest of the film. I did I did like the, the like this sort of atypical structure, which is a two act thing almost. It really is, yeah. With a with a bottom heavy second act, if you could say that. But like because what they what they do, how they attempt to create like the emotional reactions they want out of you, is like David's character. david is is the focus for the first what? thirty minutes mm-hmm. of the movie. yeah. And like so that is them attempting to establish like his character and like do a couple things, which is like show him as somebody who clearly like seems to be very successful, is talented in a bunch of stuff. Uh, and then they start introducing complications. like, He's got a girlfriend, but he's cheating on her. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, he's friends with these uh, with you know Chris, who's like I guess an outsider. And th- they're in a cool
1: band. They're in a cool their band. Bandmates seem to be thirty year old men. Yeah, yeah. You know, their bandmates who, who, are thirty four year old men. Who, who very clearly, uh, are notably. You never see them in the the school scenes. Right. Their bandmates are are not their classmates. They are. I think they are intended to be older. Yeah. And like Dream to Believe slash Flying slash Teenage Dream, they practice in a cool like abandoned warehouse. Uh, Just a giant warehouse that looks functional as well.
0: Like it's like a a sort of industrial. Right. But you know whatever. (laughs) Uh, No one's there. It's cool. They're drinking beer. They're hanging out in like suburban Chicago. Out by uh, Lake Michigan and stuff, it's cool looking. Um, yeah. so yeah, so, so they established that, and then they established the complications that make him, I guess, more of a complicated figure. Um, but the, they, the problem is they don't what I thought was weak was that you know, th- there's a couple scenes where they established like the strain running the, underneath everything, mm-hmm. like when he gets with into David the, with David, so like when he gets into the music school and the principals and he like you see him like start to panic. Almost at the idea of responsibility, but like things like his parents being overbearing and I don't know. I I didn't get, um, and maybe this was like, I thought maybe this might be more effective, but I didn't realize they were trying potentially. Like I didn't see the strain as much, which I didn't mind not seeing, but like it definitely, if they failed to make it as clear as they wanted,
1: then maybe that's a failing. I have a take on this because I don't think, okay, I should preface this by saying I am in no position to say like uh, When someone's Suicide is or isn't justified Or something like that I, like, right. I'm not gonna say like that guy didn't look like he was Having such bad a time right. that's dumb He shouldn't yeah. kill himself because You know he could just he, like we might Just not see it and he has like severe depression I know or and it's
0: like you can't like let things Like that weigh your judgment of, of things like Maybe their testimony would like implicate a lot Of uh, rich elites
1: Right <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Matt But also uh, But but this isn't one of those situations Where I'm gonna say like Oh you know I don't think he had any Like I think it was dumb that he killed himself Because he didn't he seemed to have it Like, like, That's the thing He seemed to have it all why would he kill himself But I think the movie uh, It kind of tries To like fit in this weird middle area That I don't think it really lands Where it's like it has elements of stress On his life where he's like uh you know a, i guess a, a little anxious about some things like some music stuff he has like he has some pressure on him yeah but not an overwhelming amount of pressure like we've we i like he reminded me well no because of you,
0: there's certain everyone i think has these kind of people in high school who are like kind of enviably like they're too nice to hate they're very talented they're like talented they're good like grades. they're like good looking like they're nice, they' they get good grades. They are like legitimately talented at like certain things, but like carry that kind of nervous energy. Yeah, there's usually one like emphasis on one thing or another, like there's an imbalance. Like we've like like, like you know kids whose parents are so obviously overbearing, they come to school drinking a gallon of
1: coffee and like right, just sucking up to teachers and like being insufferable. But like, yeah, and and this is my thing with this movie. I think they should have either they should have gone one of two ways. Either put him in this position where like his parents are really overbearing, where he has like he's under way more pressure than he actually is in the film, mm-hmm. and you can see him like actually struggling and like r- like worried about letting so many people down, and yeah. uh, and put him in this position where you can see how he could finally like break and just like need to like escape. you know l- l- escape from all of this. or have it in a position where everything is just great and it doesn't seem like it, there are any problems and so it's more of a mystery like why would this guy jump off kill a himself? cliff like uh yeah like don't you don't need a scene where uh he's kind of freaking out because like he got into his dream school
0: yeah right. that that ends up feeling it reductive feels humble- almost to cheaper me. like yeah like it feels reductive like as soon as you saddle up on one you know, dramatic scene where you're supposed to showcase the reason why he finally tips over the edge. Like, I never wanted to go to this school. And the dad's not like, even you're going to be a doctor like I was. And and you have to do this. And he's like weeping and falls to the floor. And he's like, get out of my life, dad. And you're like, oh, right. this is the big scene. And uh, now we know why he did the it. The way it
1: felt to me is that yeah. like the movie wanted the easy explanation of being like, well, he's under a lot of pressure. And it became too much. But it's like, but it's not actually that much pressure. <laughs> I think it's to the movie's benefit
0: that they don't, that they sort of obliquely suggest some threads without ever pointing to any one thing in particular. I for will a reason. say,
1: I will say, so I'm looking, I'm currently reading Roger Ebert's four star review of this film. Yeah, he loved the movie. He loved it. And he says, great movie. Uh, that was a really good Roger Ebert impression. Oh, thanks, Pat. And uh you know, I I think it's just that Roger Ebert is a Chicago man. Yeah. And this is a movie about Chicago. And, and, he, <laughs> and he was likes uh, he, the city. He was just so into it. How do you do Chicago accent? I don't know. You know, you say like dub bears. <laughs> yeah. That's no, it. there's uh, not a way to talk about it there. That's yeah. no, that's not right. That that's like Minnesota. Fuck. Chicago's a little like harder. Like, you know how Michael Mann talks? How does Michael Mann talk? I don't know. You uh, know how
0: Michael Mann talks? How does Michael Mann talk? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but there's there's a weird <laughs> full to it.
1: And uh I, I, I don't There's know, a jagged edge too. I don't really know how. Replicate. Like, I, you know, I'll have a so, I'll have a Chicago accent impression next guys, episode. Chicago accents are kind of like pornography. Like, I know it when I hear it. Obscenity. <laughs> You know when you hear it,
0: oh, fuck me. Uh, yes, that's, that's, that's pornography. That's porn. wow. Wow. Someone's wow. watching pornography, a porned graph. Uh Excuse me, they're listening to a pornographic podcast. So, <laughs> wait, wait, Can guys. you imagine just listening to audio?
1: Wait, <laughs> no, 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 wait. <laughs> just so, like a teeny radio? <laughs> yeah. this, this is an untapped market. Porn podcast. We just ripped the audio Porncast. off of porn movies <laughs> You know, put them behind a paywall, <laughs> on, behind on, a paywall. on iTunes and just boom. riff tracks
0: our own commentary over it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Wow. She seems like she's
0: really getting it good, huh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Secret <laughs> premium. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. We'll also five dollars descri- a week. We'll describe the actions for the listeners, <laughs> oh, so you can listen God. to it on your way to work and be like, and so now, oop, oh, the dick is out. It's out. <laughs> and now John it's back Madden in. style. It's yeah. out. Yeah, it's, out. Yeah, it's out. Wow. Oh, that was like Phil <laughs> <laughs> Cosby. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh,
0: no. He's narrating his own crimes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I apologize for Matt. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. But that was a
0: genuine oopsie. (laughs) You pulled a boner if I ever saw one. (laughs) Aw, Jake. Yeah, so anyways uh, <laughs> our, our Porn <laughs> audio podcast No wait, I- let's, let's tease it back to okay, the movie Okay, roll uh, it back to God. suicide Roll it back to suicide I, want a safe zone, suicide. I wanted to
1: read one paragraph yeah. of Roger Ebert's review Because right. it was about this part of the movie he All right, they You were doing his voice uh, Yeah, um I found myself impressed, most of all, by the subtlety with which Silver, the director, and her writers, developed David's worsening crisis. This is not a young man made unhappy by the usual problems of TV docudramas. He doesn't use drugs, his girlfriend isn't pregnant, he isn't flunking out of school, and he doesn't have an unhappy home life. But it becomes clear, especially in retrospect, that there is no joy in his life. And we see that most clearly in the understated scene in the bedroom of the girl he sometimes sleeps with. Any other couple... Uh, who do what they do together? She she suggests would be said to be going uh, would be said to be going together. He nods. There is something missing here, some kind of connection with other people, um, some exultation in his own gifts and talents. And uh, oh yeah, oh giving, giving guitar lessons to his friend Chris, he is a little impatient. Chris does not strive hard enough for excellence. David, who is admired by everyone in his school, who is the one singled out by his friends for great success, has a deep sadness inside him himself because he is not good enough. And that leads to the scene in which one moment he is on the side of that high bluff, and the next moment he is not. Okay, Ebert does put it pretty well there. Yeah. I think.
0: I feel like he hit the nail I, on the head.
1: I, 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 I still feel like... Maybe take out the scene with the principal, where he like gets the good news about getting into the school.
0: The thing is, like, it's no easy task yeah, to true.
1: to do. Like, I think that, um,
0: yeah, y- you could go those two directions you were describing, where it's either very obvious or not obvious at all. Obviously, though, to uh, got to phrase that better. Anyway, yeah. Um, the key would be something obvi- like obviously the thing would be in between. And like, which is what they do here, I think. But the attempt to do that is is more difficult. I, I, God they, damn they, it! I they can't combine, combine both. They com- <laughs> <Yeah>. Apparently, <laughs> um, they, they combine both, but leaning towards making his behavior, the reasons behind his behavior, very opaque. They well, lean towards that, I think. I, but the balance. they give you some undercurrents of reasons, but at the same time, the movie after, you know, David leaps off the cliff and Keanu has to, like, basically witness this, um, as the movie progresses from that point, you realize that giving him a reason for killing himself is not the main theme that the movie's trying to address. No. And so for that reason, it's kind of unimportant that they give you a reason, so that's why I think it's good. I I didn't mind that they they hinted at Stuff. I think, I think for you're why right. David killed himself, but I prefer that they leaned closer towards not providing any reason because yeah. it's not important as far as what the movie's trying to do. The more I think about it, though, the more I think you guys are both right. That if you just get rid of the principal scene, have him just get the acceptance letter and not really react to it, yeah, become right. blase, then yeah. you've basically got a fairly because you don't want. Yeah, the problem is the subject matter is so heavy, and you. The movie almost states its insecurities in the latter half about the topic itself, but you (laughs) know, you definitely—if I were doing a movie about you know a young person, especially like killing themselves—you wouldn't want them to be a cartoon or an absolute enigma. Mm -hmm. You'd you because I would still want some sort of sympathy with the person who did it, while. Making sure that they are like a fully rounded person, you know. Otherwise, right. you really have to not lean into it. You have to be like, a suicide happens off screen and no one, you, you don't even show it or like the kid involved or the character and like
1: people are just reacting to it. I mean, this right. is a movie mostly about how the family, uh, how, how the friends and family and, and the, the people around him. It's his permanent record. Yeah how how they oh, deal, how they deal with it they and were, and man. and try to move on and and accept it and uh yeah like like so that which is i mean and you you get it illustrated in the scene where he does uh jump off the cliff because it's all shot from Keanu's perspective i really right. liked
0: his i liked david's sequence at the party though uh I oh thought yeah, that, I thought that was pretty good. Like him just sitting on the wall and stuff. I don't know. I liked his performance matched with Keanu's. I will say, Alan, Alan Boyce. Yeah, Keanu's almost a little goofy. He's um, you know he's almost doing like the the, the Bill and Ted Cali
1: thing that he can like slip into occasionally when he's trying to be boisterous well, and like well, that's yeah. a, that's a lot of young Keanu. It's uh okay. So what we've got to talk about with this movie is that the in the first act, in a lot of ways, it's a comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Yeah, well because he's so silly Keanu. Keanu is so silly. He's like the goofy best friend. And uh you know it it, it is him <laughs> all he's like very close to like Ted Theodore Logan yeah. territory. And uh and he, you know, he's he's got you know the longish hair. He's just like a goofy. Like he's ha- bobbing his head around, and then the hair is flopping. He's a happy guy. Yeah, he's playing he, guitar. He's like the chords are too hard. Did you bring beer? Beer, uh, <laughs> beer. He
0: straight up says beer when people bring a case. He sneaks. <laughs> uh,
1: he sneaks them into Lou Reed's recording studio. Yeah. With, <laughs> featuring a cameo by Lou Reed. <laughs> as Lou Reed's himself. in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that shouldn't be hidden. Like that's right. a also, weird cameo. And you have to be it. Was, was kind of dr- cool. Like driving like his car through Chicago, like almost getting them killed. Right. But okay. My favorite running thing through this movie is the school play, their production of- The H- Pirates H- of Penzance? Yes. Yes. And <laughs> and you have this earl- early on, because uh, David is playing uh, piano for this, piano. they have the auditions for this. And you just get this montage of all these kids who can't sing auditioning- like late it, 80s like style kids. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's so funny. Like I was watching it, thinking like I would just watch a whole movie just about this drama club production.
0: Yeah, about a bunch of kids that suck trying to put on a production of Pirates of Penzance with it, with this just like weary drama club teacher yeah, who's yeah. just like, <laughs> d- to, like which is every drama club teacher. It's either that or the most weirdly manic person you've ever met. But mostly it's these people that are just like. I wanted to be working on Broadway. Yeah, being a high school drama club teacher, the further I get away from have it being in high school, the funnier
1: that position sounds to me. Also, an important thing about our high school drama yeah. club, because you guys were actually in drama yeah, club. Yeah, I we was not. In it. I squeaked in my last what, year. You were yeah. there like literally last semester yeah. Of, yeah. of high school. Jake, you were in there from much earlier on.
0: I was there for like
1: three out of my four years of high school. So our drama club, like the guy who ran that, he wasn't even a teacher at the school. No. He was a, a parent, right? Who had just been Bob doing
0: it. Bob something. Can't remember Yeah. His name.
1: Yes. Wasn't his daughter no one his of our. Contempor- yeah. Like
0: one of our. In our graduating class? No. Kirk. No. Kirk, Kirk the, was Kirk, the. Kirk, okay, so we had two drama club teachers oh. in our high school one who did the dramatic non musical production. And, then and that Bob was Kirk. Fosse. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> and then there was a guy named Bob, <laughs> Bob who did the big yes, musical yes, production. Yes, yeah. In the spring. Yeah. yeah. Who
1: are both parents of students. Uh, of students, yeah. Yeah.
0: Right, Bob, who kind of looked like if Rick Moranis and <laughs> Alfred E. Newman merged into a man, um, yeah. and that's not necessarily being mean, I know that sounds mean, just an interesting looking fellow No, yeah, cool, because
1: I went to, um, uh, his daughter was in like some of my elementary school classes, so he was like just a parent around from like when I was Right, she's our age, right? She was, uh, our, yeah, 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 our year but, I don't uh, know, I'm just mystified how you get involved in that
0: Cause it's essentially A part time job The amount of hours love You have to put game, in Love of the game baby Yeah and but I think You're doing it for no you, money yeah, As far I as gonna I can tell. tell What do you get paid Love of seven keys To bald pay You know what I'm saying <laughs> a, a classic play, play.
2: Everyone yeah. knows we we Love thoroughly of thoroughly modern, modern Millie Creative
0: fires Lit under you From thoroughly Modern Millie <laughs> No, no, Nanette. Uh, the all fires the, all of the royal public free domain, property uh, 1920s place. from a specific <laughs> decade <laughs> where it doesn't cost the school money. <laughs> no, no, no. Take us to Friendlies after.
1: <laughs> anyway, this is Friendlies is delicious. Uh, what, what? No, it wasn't. Uh, the ice cream there is delicious. <laughs> the ice cream there is great. Yeah, yeah that's, that's all true. I've ever had of Friendlies. But that's I like the throughline of the Pirates of Penzance. Oh, it, it, it is. is funny. It's it, a silly high school thing to be doing. It is really nice. I mean, my general take on this movie is that uh, my least favorite elements of it are the ones about the suicide. Uh, I can't, Part of me would rather just have it be a lighter movie about these other students and like their their. Uh, School play You're getting at something That I was thinking
0: about With the overall Feeling of this movie Which is that It Fluctuates Tonally So Intensely Really There are moments of Silly comedy Like we're saying Keanu Reeves is the best Example of This kind of
1: like Back and forth ping ponging of tones. This movie does a thing. He's so silly. He's so silly, and then he becomes the main character after David dies. Right. That's the switch. So imagine if
0: Bill and imagine if Ted from Bill and Ted, the plot line was he has to cope with Bill's suicide. That's that's basically what this movie (laughs) is. And so suddenly he's like, beer. Oh wow! I can't play these guitar chords. This is hard. Cut to 45 minutes later, and he's weeping hysterically on the shoulder of Ted's dad,
1: you know? (laughs) Because Ted got electrocuted by a microphone during their van session or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Man, the the stallions were just too wild. Yeah.
0: But here's the thing. He's running free up in heaven right now. So there's something weird about that, and as I was watching the movie, I kept going, I don't know, this seems to be like ping-ponging in a way that feels inconsistent and kind of awkward. But as the movie kept progressing, I was thinking about it and then i decided that i kind of liked it because i was like well what's you know what's less consistent than a high school kids behavior and how they act and you can be silly one second or laughing or you can put away like a dark thought like that and then suddenly just be having a good time with your friends and a total bonehead and then a horrible thing happens and you're suddenly weeping and going crazy i mean we talked about this a little bit when we were Discussing River's Edge, just yeah. the unpredictable ways that young kids who aren't in full control of their emotions can respond to terrible but, things. But I like This movie does it. It feels more awkward than River's Edge, because River's Edge, I think, lands a tonal consistency that works in its favor more than this With movie does. With the
1: exception does. of Crispin Glover's performance.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just, I think a, agree reason, to disagree. <laughs> agree exactly. to strongly like to Chris disagree. Glover I like Crispin Glover. But look, the reason maybe why I like Crispin Glover is the same reason why, as I was watching the movie, I started to forgive or find actually kind of interesting the fact that it was so silly, and then suddenly there'd be this intense scene where Keanu throws a book through a window and screams at the principal of his school, you know? Well, come on. Okay, listen. Yeah. The, I, I like this movie, yeah. I, I, and, and, you know, I got minor problems with it, but, like, River's Edge is consistent, as you say. Like, it's just very technically is. Like, it's it's a dour movie where there's not a lot of hope for the future in it, there's still cartoony fucking elements like Dennis Hopper's Dennis is, Hopper like, and, Glover. <laughs> and his sex doll <laughs> and his sex <laughs> yeah, yeah, doll.
1: I mean, like, well, River's Edge is funnier than you'd think it was going to be too. This is even funnier than that. This is sillier, but this is sillier. It, 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 but it's also genuinely funnier. Like, yeah. remember the high school play?
0: Yeah, the high school play is great. But
1: the thing is that I I
0: I like the I like this I like this movie by the end, you know, mostly because yeah, those those um, after some sort of traumatic event or some deeply you know upsetting or dark thing happens to people not not just teenagers but like i i find this still happens to like me and like i don't know people i know where yeah it comes in waves right mm-hmm. um like there's the normalcy of your life which continues to go on and feels it feels strange for doing so after especially a death um especially like an unexpected young person dying and then yeah. like So yeah, there's like the waves of just like remembering or re-realizing and and feeling incredibly horrible and like doing stuff like Chris does where like you... You're, you get pissed At uh, your friend And you're sad And you drink And you almost kill His little brother But then you're which playing A sweet dark. riff on your guitar But then like And that's cool You're <laughs> weeping on his father's shoulder And then yeah. the next day You're like consoling his ex Or his like his Not ex But just his girlfriend And wearing girlfriend. a cool bandana But then like You start laughing about something <laughs> yeah. And then there's like You still have to like Do the play Yeah and, you, have and 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 you have to do Pirates of Penzance the end. USS, USS, <laughs> USS
1: Pinafore whatever And uh, then I, I think I think it was HMS Pinafore HMS Pinafore Oh HMS Pinafore But they're both killed But Gilbert and Sullivan And I uh, think it, w- it was 100% HMS pinafore. Also both about Boats Oh but, I just like saying Pirates
0: of Penzance And now I can't anymore
1: So right. Because isn't the opening song It is um, like the for. I yeah. am the captain of the Something yeah. like uh, that. This play is, is it,
0: called *The like, HMS <laughs> like, Jacob, it, it, you are Jake, not paying attention an to idiot. this in the isn't movie. It like we
1: sail the ocean blue. Da, yeah. da, 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 da. When you, are you are do sailors. your
0: podcast, you will say the movie wrong. <laughs> you will. Say oh, they, hit, they hypnotized it. you. Yeah. It was yeah just, I mean, we are the very model hand, of a right?
1: modern major podcast.
0: Yes. Um. All I'm
1: trying to get at is that I
0: thought that like what seems inconsistent, I'm going to give the screenwriters the benefit of the doubt and say was an attempt, just like. Fleshing out David as a character, to you know, because the whole point is people triumphing and being almost galvanized by this act to become better people and to like, it's very hopeful, like to embrace life and to like live more fully. Like that's what yeah. basically every ma- major character in the in the film ends up doing.
1: Right, right, right. I it's mean, like, it's
0: like life affirming. They, they,
1: you know, I think I. So I'm still not sure where I come down on this movie, because I enjoyed a lot of it, and then I had issues with some stuff, and then I've been trying to, like, reconcile, like, how do I feel about the the mishmash of tones? Right. Because, again, you have, like, to skip ahead to the climactic scene, uh, you do have this big, kind of very Hollywood climax.
0: Yeah. Where... You know, I, and this is where I don't think the movie sticks the landing. I think I liked it, and I feel the ending. Right, is where because I, I it feel like that me. there are places where. So after, oh, that you know what, you are right. That like it was almost a good movie in my mind, and then the ending, I was like, no, nah, that's why it's not a classic. It's another histrionic. It's not, moment. This is why it's not a River's Edge, which
1: still holds up. Well, I think. because so here's my thing. Yes, that's true. Yeah, uh, because. I think the first act is as much as I, I do have some issues with the handling of and, and setting up of David's like inner turmoil. I yeah. think it's the most effective and like I. Uh, so actually, the the director of the movie, um, uh, Marissa Silver, yeah. who is really interesting and I was
0: reading about her before. before yeah, we because recording.
1: she only made. What is it? Four uh, movies. Four movies, yeah. and she stopped after 1991, um, which she co-directed with her her husband Ken Quapis, Um Who, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ken but like, I, but, but I was like, oh, I've heard of him, quapus
0: Ken, Ken uh, Quapus
1: uh, yeah, the
0: Virgin Shirley Temple What? <laughs>
1: But but I mean But he's a guy He's directed movies like uh, The Sister Heard of the Traveling Pants And uh, He's Just Not That Into You And And And, and stuff like that But he starts of Like like Again uh-huh. like and
0: bullshit like that like,
1: <laughs> But then also Like A, like a, a lot of t- Like he directed episodes of like Freaks and Geeks oh, And cool. The Office Parks and Rec Like a lot oh, he, He's good. made Like He's done a lot of Like Successful mainstream work In like film and TV And I was like What? So they're married and then, why, why did she stop directing right. anything? I read an interview by her. Oh, okay. <laughs> can I explain? Well, <laughs> she, I, 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 you, say, like, I was going to say, I was read her Wikipedia article, but basically, she just pivoted. She just went to grad school after she quit directing, went to grad school, and then just became a fiction writer. Yeah.
0: She didn't like making movies anymore. Oh, She nice. just wanted to write
1: better medium.
0: It can h- tackle things that movies can't, just the way movies can tackle stuff writing can't. Her you know? words? Maybe... Maybe. Yeah And the stuff she wanted to do but Essentially she said this In the interview The stuff she wanted to do She felt was better suited To books I think that Translates to this film yeah. A little bit but, like, but This I, wasn't something She wrote though It was something The studio handed to her She but was I, talking about How she just was given The
1: chance to but direct But what's this. so interesting yeah. Is I think this is A well directed movie Oh yeah And like you look at that like the opening shot, which mm. is this long, kind of like fluid tracking shot revealing the uh, the cliffside hangout spot where the yeah. kids all hang out. It's a good open as it just as the camera just moves through all these groups of of teens just hanging out, and and so many of these sequences are like the camera movement is so deliberate and like the framing is like it's really precise and effective and there, there are so many scenes Well like like think of the scene where David kills himself it's done in this mostly kind of long shot from Keanu's perspective like from like David's in the background and Keanu is like sneaking up and like hiding behind a rock yeah. and then and so we see that David is gone when Keanu does and it's like it, it's actually like and those Isn't sound that design, scene,
0: by the way, the most perfect melding of the silly tone and yes. the dark tone. He's literally being Ted, like giggling. He's like, oh, he's like hiding behind a rock, and you know because you know. I think we both we all saw the trailer probably before we watched this movie that he's about to jump off the cliff, right? So he's just acting like such a goofball. While this guy is, con- I like thought his it was so effective, though. Yeah, no, no I liked no, it. Yeah. That, that's it was jarring and creepy, almost. right? Yeah, like the waves, like the sound design of the waves, like crashing, like overpowering, like his. Him like screaming
1: and like yeah. his name and stuff like that. I, I yeah. Mean, yeah. Again, no. What I'm saying is, it's a well directed film. Yeah. Like like she has some real. Talent for visual storytelling It's kind of a bummer That she just Kind of stopped making movies Because I'm like Looking at this I'd be like Oh this is a really Promising early film I'm She excited. seems
0: like a Genuinely talented director Yeah
1: but But at least oh. she's doing
0: Art that she likes As opposed to having Been muscled out Or like just devalued By you know exactly. the, 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 the system producers. Producers. I'm, I'm yeah. happy for her And At uh, least it's not That kind of story It's yeah, like right. she like Is doing creative work That she likes Exactly <laughs> like Fucking you know Small
1: blessings like that Are still, still <laughs> yeah. rare to hear Right but so so um I just wanted to mention that about like it being well made. Uh and so but and I do think that like first act or so, which is like largely comedic, is the most effective part. Mm-hmm. And then you have this interesting shift when something like you know, ostensibly the lead character to that point is gone from the movie, and then Keanu kind of shifts into the, the lead role. Main and, character status. And then and then the you know and the movie kind of like has this this weird it, it becomes less plot-oriented. It's not, like, moving forward as much because everyone is kind of, like, there's a funeral, and everyone's kind of figuring out how to deal with stuff, and it yeah. kind of takes its time and kind of shifts around uh, and and does a lot of different things until it kind of reaches that third act where it's like, oh, we've got to kind of reach a conclusion. And that's... And what I think is interesting about it is... I guess we got to reach a conclusion. But that second act... Shit. <laughs> sec- shit. The shit. second act is, like, the weird kind of subtle stuff Yeah, where... Uh, where it is kind of dealing with the the different ways people react to these things, and, mm-hmm. and you know, Keanu like freaking out and drinking and almost hitting uh, David's younger brother with his car and <laughs> stuff like that. Right. And it, 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 David's ex-girl or David's not ex. God damn it. Yeah, his his, his uh, former uh,
0: widowed girlfriend. <laughs> widowed girlfriend. I don't know uh, how that works. You know, asking if she could have done something. Like these are all.
1: Just like the classic sort of reactions that need to be right, but at the, at the same time it it's very kind of like relatable human stuff. Right. Yeah. And then it is in that third act that it kind of remembers like, oh this is a film from Paramount Pictures. Uh we do have to kind of reach a a classic, kind of crowd pleasing ending. Yeah. yeah this is a- not a this is not the like small kind of indie film that River's Edge was. No. And so, so was it like oh Captain My Captain fucking ending, which is like is schmaltzy and right. was even then, but I, yeah. I, mean, I think it's, I've never
0: seen Dead Poet Society. But I haven't seen it in a very long time. Also, I mean, the the big joke is like we were ta- talking about how this uh, like also can fall on its face in certain movies, but you know, uh, David kills himself, but. Part of he leaves behind a suicide this is, this note. Is, this is what I wanted to talk about. And the about. fucking a song he wrote that he had been obsessing over for the band oh, that he was no. in with Chris, and it was like he was like, I just got to get like the music. I just like I yeah. got it perfect. I just got to get these lyrics down and blah blah blah. And, and <laughs> I mean, they performed the song. And wait, spoilers. wait, 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 slow down. Oh, okay, because there's more to it than that.
1: <laughs> because he didn't get the lyrics right, Mm-mm. and yeah. so Chris a.k.a. Keanu... Finishes it. Step up, and for that's play. where I'm like, th- right now it is doing Purple Rain. If you've seen, pur- <laughs> yeah, yeah, have you yeah, seen yeah. Purple Rain, uh, there's the point where Prince's character discovers that his father had used to be a musician and yeah. had written and had all these like <laughs> fragments of like uh, incomplete. Songs what like if in it the was basement. Purple Brain, and it was about your dick getting sucked <laughs> <laughs> until it turned purple. It turned purple. <laughs> Thank God we have Matt on this podcast because, like, I would never think ever to say that. Purple All right, anyway, continue. Brain. All right, uh, but in Purple Rain, <laughs> there's a thing like the main character, uh and this is after his ho- his his father has also like been hospitalized and right. like may die, and then he he discovers that his father who's like been very troubled and is like kind of like uh, abused uh, his mom, has abused and his mom. And right. um, who but he, he kind of, so He, he kind of understands him in this new way. Yeah. Um, because he's like, oh my God. He, he, despite, oh despite all of this, he did. He, he had this expression in him the yeah. whole time. And then he was he trying had,
0: to write Purple Rain. <laughs> so yes. It's, it's all but, good. But then so he finishes it. And then the You're last 20
1: minutes of Purple Rain is just a concert. Yeah. Oh, it's and so good. That it is, is so fun. It, it's incredible. And then the song that he, comp- like the stuff that he completes that his father had begun writing is. Baby, I'm a star. I would <laughs> die for you. And then Purple Rain. Right. And written the, by a genius, though. And it's the just thing the is, difference. that music. Right. These are some of the best songs, maybe of all time. <laughs> They're incredible. And so when he plays them, you're like, holy shit! This is yeah. like, what a payoff. Especially as like a one, two, three punch. Yeah, you know. And um and then in in permanent bra- record, bra- 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 uh Prince did not write. These songs. No. <laughs> It's not right. Notably
0: Joe Strummer. Did the score. Did the score. Not the songs. But not the songs. The songs were written by another man. Randy Newman. <laughs> God, I wish. It would've probably would've been, been better. It, it Short, would be better. Yeah. People That's the song that they sing at the end. I couldn't come up with the lyrics of this one. Short people have, and then Keoni's like, no reasons to live. Dude, I, I have such a newfound respect for Randy Newman now that I looked at his back yeah,
1: catalog. He is funny. Finally. Yeah. The, um, uh, my dad would say that to me for years. He was like, you know, Randy Newman's like edgy earlier stuff. It's pretty good. Listen, your, bro- or your brother, your dad, is a smart man. Smart man. He's a taste man. Dad,
0: come on the podcast. Call him. What would my dad, what would people my dad talk about? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Bring the him. maybe what's the one where Keanu plays football? The be- the replacement, be- the replacement. Yeah. Get your dad on that hey, one. My dad likes both I Almost movies. said the bench warmers.
1: is <laughs> right? starring John Heater, aka Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> oh, that is a real movie. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Rob Schneider. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. You, that, oh see, this God. is why we have me here. You can do it. <laughs> but so I just want to talk through the climactic scene. So Keanu finishes the song, and yeah. then finally they had already they'd booked before David had died. Uh, a record, a studio time to record, mm-hmm. and so you have this this pretty effective actually. And Matt, I remember we were both saying like this is pretty good. This mm-hmm. intercut sequence where you have the performance of the HMS Pinafore, the high school production, yeah, uh, and then like them recording the studio, mm-hmm. and it's like the song isn't great, but it's like whatever. I would say it's bad. Yeah, actually, it, it is I bad. I would say it's corny and bad. No, no, no. It's
0: not bad. It's like about what a uh, high schooler in the 80s probably would have written. But the thing is,
1: it doesn't work for the ending of the movie. No, no, no. I think I think it's fine when you see them recording it. Yeah. Because the main impact there, it's not so much about the song. It's like his they legacy. They finished it. Yeah. They, 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 they finished his work. Yeah, it's nothing it to have and killed and symbolically yourself symbolically,
0: also, Chris has... Has grown and stepped up to the plate of like taking on a bit of responsibility that's and, true. and growing. Exactly. So for a song that's supposed to symbolically bear the weight of one person's suicide and another person's personal growth, it works. The
1: song that it ends up being, it feels lame because right. of that. But at the same time, load that, it has to carry. We don't have them play the whole song. We see like sections of it, and then it'll cut yeah. back to the play until. Mm. What do you guys want to take it from here? Are we going to talk about yeah, the... Come on. He, he, uh, Capella singing yes, section. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, go. Yeah, right. yeah,
0: go. Okay, we're passing okay. I am going. I, I, I going
1: to the entire plot here. <laughs>
0: uh, um, so, they're doing uh, the production of the play, right? And then yeah. David's widowed girlfriend. <laughs> we haven't found out a better term for this yet. I will also find her name. Um, yeah. She comes up. She's supposed to do a big number in the theatrical is production Lauren? of HMS Pinafore. It's
1: it's, it's Lauren.
0: Lauren is going to come up. She's going to do a big show stopping number where she sings one Ooh, of the songs. Her off film this debut production. is
1: Nightmare on Elm Street. Three Dream Warriors. Good dude. Nightmare one of the on best ones. Yeah. 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 Fucking
0: Vane puppets. Dude, Vain puppets, bed hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, that's what I call took it. took that one away. <laughs> All right. So she does a. Uh, She's going to about, She's about to do the show-stopping song of this play. Her solo. Her solo effort. And she steps out on stage. Cue the high school orchestra.
1: <laughs> also, <laughs> they, we're I just want to put a pin in this. Yeah. We're going to talk about Randy the conductor in a little while. Oh, I want to talk because about he's Randy the conductor. My favorite character. Very true, yeah.
0: Continue. The first strings start ringing out through the auditorium, cueing her up for the start of her song. And she falters and suddenly the audience goes quiet and it's awkward for a moment and the strings stop the conductor looks up at her Randy Randy and then sort of like sees her she's she falters for a moment feels nervous But then she nods again. She's ready to sing. Let's let's do it and then cue the strings again She starts to sing but then very quickly Cuts everybody off and just goes no everybody stop. I can't do this and then the whole orchestra gets quiet And then this is just a sidebar too. I love that by the end of this movie, this is why, another reason why I feel like the ending is where it does not stick the landing, mm. is that it slowly comes out that, like, the the, the the regional high school theater, you know, guy, whatever, like, the Kirk of this high school, yeah. he ends up being, like, the main evil guy.
2: <laughs> no, wait, wait, no, no, not
0: the evil not. guy, the superintendent or whatever. Is it the superintendent? Yeah, yeah the one who's like it, way more evil-looking. The guy yeah. who looks like 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 Christopher Lee or something. You know,
1: like, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The 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 guy in the suit. There, there's the, you know the, the scene where uh, he shows out to be like you cannot do a memorial for the student who killed himself. Yeah, yeah. That like guy. no, no. The, the, at this point, the uh the the Kirk. Yeah. Of this are the Bob. <laughs> should the of this, Yeah. I <laughs> uh, are, are are basically the <laughs> the, the Bob. <laughs> yeah, the theater director. Yeah, the Bob. He's cr- he's weeping. He right. He, uh, he's been like kind of grumpy and frustrated, but he's not. He's never a bad guy. But I think I might
0: have mixed those two guys up then, because they both were frumpy. Grumpy well, this old is men. this is the yes. rare case Anyways. where like an '80s film about high schoolers contains two teacherly figures, including the principal, both stereotypically bad, evil authority figures that are just trying to squash the fun of these kids. But in this movie, in a weird change of pace, they are like, they are. Uh, What's the word? Kind of like wearied from experience and gruff with the kids, but love them like yeah, genuinely like Truly love them love and them. wants what the principal is so supportive. Yeah, the principal. He, yeah, he's like, gruff
1: at first. Well, the principal also goes as al- like, yes, you can do a memorial like concert or whatever for him. Yeah. And then until the superintendent shuts him down.
0: Yeah. Mean old evil superintendent. Because she
1: starts singing the trash lyrics. So of here the we go. Yeah. Chris so, wrote. she she has wait, everybody wait, wait, quiet down. Can I read some lyrics from it? Oh, yeah, yeah. and Lauren mean...
0: begins singing the song to which Patrick will now. say the lyrics. I can't remember the melody, Acapella. so I so
1: I will not sing it. Uh, life goes on as sure as the sky; Beautiful. it's come and gone in the wink of an eye. You that's leave your so home like with the movie. on the wings of a lie. Mm. You will never die. Wow,
0: I mean and that's, that's so that... addressing like what's in the movie. That is something Chris would write, though I guess. Because he
1: wrote the lyrics, yeah. not Idiot. David. Y- you can see him singing it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's like, oh, what rhymes with I? Sky!
0: Lie! Yeah, he's just doing sky. Dr. Sky. Dr.
1: Seuss level, just like Yeah, a- die! Okay, again, Fear. life is <laughs> not assures as the sky. It's coming on with the wink of an eye. you leave your home in the wings of a lie. You will never die. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So nice. get to
0: the window of my car part.
1: Uh, no, no, I, uh, that, that isn't here. Oh. oh, wait, 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 no, sorry, here it is, here it is Sorry, I'm, I'm just looking at IMDb quotes um, The world is cold, a heart gets torn and tattered The one you hold, it can be dropped and shattered mm. Leaning out the window of my car And wishing on another lucky star
0: Leaning out the window of my car It's kind of like that
1: yeah, and wishing on so, another so lucky star.
0: Star. So the, Lauren sings that with no musical
1: accompaniment, also to the in entire f- auditorium, in full heavy makeup. Yeah, like dressed mm. like a pirate. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I wish like a tart, like a she pirate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, wait. Oh, what if she had an eye patch <laughs> and a yeah. big fake parrot on her shoulder? Yes. <laughs> and maybe a great big bushy beard.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, that would be good she sings that quietly and then of course the you know cue slow clapping right everybody in the audience starts cheering keanu who was just moments earlier it seems like at the studio recording the instrumentals on this song is now backstage watching this whole a cappella performance happen and then this was where i i didn't like this shot and it's the shot of that happens in a lot of inspirational movies when somebody witnesses something that's just beautiful, where you have to cut to them like having a sort of surprised but awe-inspired smile and laugh. They can't help but feel. Yeah, something. and it yeah. pushes in on Chris's face, and he's like, "Oh, oh, oh!" Like,
2: and I'm just <laughs> oh, I was yeah, like, no. He really reacts wrong. Yeah, he looks
0: like he's coming. Yeah, I mean, like, and I make jokes like that normally, but. It really does. He looks
1: like he's coming while he's getting tickled. Yeah. Like, it's also, bad. <laughs> and a thing that has to be pointed out. Yeah. So th- the fact that this is this that this was done is not inherently a problem. That no. they that they well no 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 that they they had um someone else do the singing. It's like uh she has like a voice double. Sure. That's so common uh in any movie where someone has to sing or like Most musicals movies. or whatever. Yeah. But the problem is not the other voice, it's the mixing of it. And this song was so clearly recorded not in an auditorium. Yeah. And so it, it sounds so it's a, an awkward scene and sounds very unnatural yeah. because it's it sounds like it's it sounds like she's lip-syncing mm-hmm. to like, also that it's weird because then there also isn't a lot of ambient sound. So yeah. It's almost like the sound cuts out and then just like from elsewhere. This previously <laughs> recorded song sung by someone else plays yeah. Right and, and not in an auditorium though Because it still isn't reverberating Right <laughs> Yeah And and again Because uh, Because like the, the orchestra is not playing along It is just a It is just that vocal And then nothing else Yeah And I couldn't It was for me distracting the entire time Yeah It's like if you're gonna have this be your climactic moment Mix the audio properly
0: Yeah and Marissa. also i guess like it i mean i don't know Wait, I'm i i'm going to look up the audio mixer i see the like the instinct of needing to defy the evil superintendent who by the way i think during the scene where they're arguing the principal and the superintendent is the movie essentially arguing against the one criticism i think it it perceives as going to have to face which is that it which is that any It's weird. There's almost like, like, depression and, like, suicide almost has uh, certain elements in terms of how, like, uh, administration deals with it to, like, school shooters. Where it's like, if we mention this or in any way empathize with these people... It is like de facto valorization, and we're going to get people that just you're going to get copycats. The, the same shit. Honestly, yeah. That, yeah. that that it's, is it's a valid point. concern. It like, definitely is. Doing that's a like, more nuanced
1: like, perspective than the movies trying to deliver, though. But I think they is, like. like, that like that honestly, here, here's the thing: they sh- instead of just introducing this mean old superintendent in a big rich person office with like,
0: <laughs> like, like mahogany furniture, exactly and like, yeah.
1: leather-bound chairs, Hello. huge cigars. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just have the principal do that. And it adds more nuance to it Because this principal Who was supportive Has to be like Guys I wish we could But like You know We we can't Like memorialize Like uh, Someone who committed suicide Yeah you
0: can't sing An 80's pop song about him But I have Don't a, make everybody dance To yeah, this like, guy's like,
1: death Introducing a very easy villain yeah. Like halfway through the movie Yeah as, again right, th- As a scapegoat And, and I, th- I think this is part of my issue With the movie Is that In some ways It is a really interesting Kind of Subtle take on these ideas, but then it it has to shift back into like the sort of obvious crowd-pleasing formulaic You know for lack of a right. better word like Hollywood type stuff, and that's what trips it up Oh, yeah, right the feel good like making going through the the paces of a feel-good Like this is the blind side or,
0: or you know what I mean just like something yeah. else like inspirational That starts to feel a little weird and and in line almost with the superintendent's criticism, yeah. right, of the act of having a memorial. So I, I was curious, Pat, though, because you're the only one who's seen Thirteen Reasons Why, mm. and like that criticism. Having not seen Thirteen Reasons Why was something I heard about it, which was that like, and and this is a, some a more subtle discussion even than we should probably have.
1: We don't have time to have, which is like. I don't know guys, we, we've honestly, we, we have potentially like 45 minutes to an hour left, we, like we could go for a while, we are not well, as no. far into this episode as you think we are L- Well let's not, let's make it still concise, let's wait, try and wait, be concise wait, I have a better idea um, you guys sit back. Show I us will, another
0: scene from Twilight.
1: Uh, wait. I want to ask this <laughs> no, question no, no, though. No, I w- I will just recap the entire first season of Thirteen Reasons Why. I would love episode you for by you episode. Not to do- yeah, that oh sounds so good. I i,
0: I, I, I What's better than seeing a mo- show that had lukewarm reviews uh, is hearing about it from someone who didn't <laughs> really like it to begin with. Uh, no, my question, or not my question, but like my point was more like there is that whole argument about aestheticizing. Violence or or like... Suicide. Like, suicide by just having them be in an artistic medium. Like, I mean, I don't... Again, I have my... I don't agree. But, like, there's that whole, like, Susan Sontag thing about how photography and, like... Inherently aestheticizes things, so even like war photography, in a in a way, removes people from the violence or creates it, turns it into an aesthetic experience right. as opposed to like something the horrible, and visceral, physical, the, uh, like the same idea experience. that like
1: every every war film, even if it's an anti-war film, is also inherently a pro-war film, yeah. just because like the nature of like you know uh, making it cinematic, yeah, that whole that makes whole thing. it like like sort of like appealing. Mm-hmm. So like I think that's baked into the concerns
0: about. You know the the memorial almost in the
1: within the film itself, like the meta thing, right? So I so like, like should, should we be happy that these students like did this and celebrated? But uh, well, as a well, viewer of, of the guy. movie, yes, you are celebrating them.
0: But in like a real life context, you in a way, kind of understand the superintendent's reticence to do it also. So by portraying him as the sort of villainous character by the end of this film feels very, very simplistic or kind of reductive again.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, it does also feel more like a victory for the friends of David. And it's not like David ultimately won.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, David very yeah. clearly
1: yeah. did not win. You're right, but, <laughs> but, no, won but, but that's, that's the thing about Thirteen Reasons Why. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, so explain so to me how that Well, well do you guys are you aware of the premise of the show? Okay. Something about
0: thirteen clues. That I'll, he I'll tell you <laughs> what. Fucking kills himself and it's right. like. Here's my take on the premise. <laughs> my take. You never saw it either. No, no, no. But people have explained <laughs> it to me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrasing. You know, I'm not gonna explain this correctly All right. Well, this is fun then. Yeah. Right. All right. So
1: how about everyone goes around and then I'll t- I'll grade your your sure okay. your- no Pat you give me a grade after I
0: say this whether okay. or not well I, I want I to try the too then if, you, yeah. if we're okay. all gonna
1: just fucking guess kid kills himself
0: males girl or boy I don't by remember the way. that I don't remember who committed suicide boy what I'm gonna, gonna say boy okay um, males to thirteen different classmates personalized letters to them because each of those thirteen people. Whether they knew it or not in some way impacted their eventual decision to kill themselves. So each of these classmates ends up reading their personal letter, which is one of the reasons leading up to his decision. And then they all get together and grapple with the consequences, right? Okay. And now, Matt, Did I get it? Matt, no, no, what no, do you no, got? Man, Hold you on, go. shut up. I feel like Jake got it. My, but I'm going to go <laughs> with my honest first thought instead of amending it. Yeah. Which is that uh, I think a young girl kills herself... And uh, makes, uh, leaves 13 clues for her friends. <laughs> Ooh, like an Easter egg. That <laughs> they have to like go find, and each one is like uh, a, a various sort of revelation about her interior life or some aspect of herself that they never realized before. Including clues for them to find out about themselves, but it's more like,
1: Clues. <laughs> I'm you know what? I'm it's actually like, more gonna, like blues I'm, clues. There. I'm gonna give you both a C plus. Aw, oh, neither of us are better than the other. Okay, so first of all, it is it is a girl who killed herself. Ugh. So that's and why I got and She has a no, box of thirteen cassette tapes. Right, right, right. Oh, right. I remember and, But they are it. uh they are uh, each one is about a different person yeah so that's kind so of that's right so that's me getting a point except they're not all sent we to idiot. different people Aww. uh the way it is, there's a box of tapes Hell and yeah. they kind of keep getting passed around to different people yeah. but and uh and it's about the main character who's this boy that who was like who she knew and it's about him getting the box and going through the tapes and each episode is basically he really takes the time to listen to these tapes. Uh, each episode is—he's <laughs> weirdly enjoying them It's yeah. is largely about um, him, like listening to that tape and then learning stuff because it—it's uh, largely a, and it is kind of about her, kind of like going through just like this kind of like this year of her life mm-hmm. and all the stuff that kind of that did eventually drive her uh, to kill herself. Yeah. And it is, but it also kind of plays out as a mystery. And here's the thing. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I cracked the case. Who done it? I except we know. I actually her with herself. I quite enjoyed uh, the first season (laughs) for the majority of it.
0: Yeah, and then I heard somebody gets like a broom shoved up their ass.
1: (laughs) Uh, I. I think, IPMC, I think that's in season two
0: This I'm is listening. why I didn't watch it Like I, I was literally Listening to some friends Talk about this And they were like And then it just like And then the kid gets The broom up Shoved up his ass Like like by a bully And I was like Yo, why real? Is, I was like This doesn't sound like A tasteful depiction Of high school depression Or suicide yeah, no, at, no, at no. This sounds like a gross show It's like I, Oz But in yeah. school <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, gets,
1: it gets really intense Yeah and I was and, like oh, Pass I just took well, like, a hard pass That's well, the thing is. like initially Like yeah. when it begins It's like um kind of like d- despite the like bleak subject matter it's uh it is a pretty compelling teen drama with like a good mystery to it and a really great hook of um, yeah. like this this kid is like listening through these tapes and like uh learning about like these backstories of all his classmates and friends and stuff like that and uh to try to like basically solve this mystery yeah and uh and but then, the mystery is her psychological state Uh. Basically yeah well, it's Piecing like what, together
0: a motivation
1: Right yeah. Exactly And, and as, as It's like filling in all, all these gaps Of mm. like what actually happened through And her she's life. capable of doing that Yeah uh, The suicidal
0: person She's capable of that In such a way that A person listening to them Would
1: actually understand for real As opposed to Yeah, well, yeah sort of Because she's skewed. basically Just like kind of like yeah. You know go, <laughs> Goes through like It's like okay It's like And she like addre- uh, Each tape is like addressed to like a person, it's like, and so she's like talking to that person. Okay, and it does kind of cr- like mostly chronologically go through, you know, this like past year, and it and uh and like the sort of like the flashback structure, it's kind of like a lost type thing where it's like, yeah, so it's okay, like, it's shifting between like the, the present and the past. It's like largely handled pretty well. The place where it gets troubling, okay, is first go of on. all in the end, like as it's like getting up to like the final instances that like drove her to kill him to kill her stuff. It gets so dark Like there's like You know like Sexual assault And stuff in there And it gets it, It's <laughs> Extremely bleak i just imagining like The first
0: like Two thirds of the season Are just like Then I got a B minus <laughs> Yeah and it starts And my dad was like You know what You don't get to go To the freaking You know Boy band concert You wanted to go to And then And then finally Right at the end She's like And my uncle raved me Yeah <laughs> Just like At the very like, Oh well that might be The big one They're Yeah like, episode Why one Why didn't you just Tell me that Episode one Dad took me to the video my, store. All my parents died, and then I was now, molested. Now, sweetie, I know yeah. that you get five <laughs> five for $5 at the video store, but you're getting four this time. <laughs> because- and I wanted to buy the Bratz. <laughs> Movie. <laughs> yeah. I want to see Because Danny wants to see Rugrats in Paris Yeah And I'm getting that orange VHS tape So the basically I song.
1: am just hesitant about like To to joke just around like, like but Suicide she, and sexual assault topics But she gets That's right. nice, um, like the big no, well, what, what basically finally happens And then it builds up to I think it's in the final episode You get the scene finally Where she does kill herself Right 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 And this is And it's Really graphic How and does she do she it? She slits her wrists in, in, in like the bathtub Classic but, uh, but, it, but it's also like I've seen that happen In plenty of movies and El stuff. classic. It is, it's the most uh, Intense And like upsetting Version of that Really? I, probably like, Presumably the most Like realistic looking And oh, it like God. Really lingers on it Well that shit really gets me Like woozy too Yeah and, But And so and, yeah. and, and a lot of the And the thing is There did There was Like the statistics seemed, Did seem to be there For there actually being an increase in teen suicides after this show. And, like, and again, like, I'm always hesitant to throw out the, like, oh, you know, uh, like, you know, media is to blame for, like, actual real-life violence. But with this, like, the argument was generally, like, it gives a very clear... Demonstration of how to do this because then what basically happens in the show it's like she finally kind of gets like Justice on like the people who did wrong her, her haters. Yeah, right. it, like it
0: romanticizes it Which that, is that. unfortunate because you're turning a, like a horrible act into a like fun-to-watch mystery that at the end of the show vilifies not, not vilifies a uh, justifies the act and then right and or like somewhat justifies it, It's like a suicide like, It's like a suicidal person's Like sick twisted fantasy Of they, what they, you imagine Would happen after Like And that's right. exactly. you, know you have that immature thought When you're like In third grade or whatever And something that doesn't justify it. And you're like What if I killed myself Like
1: everybody would be crying At my funeral And right. this it, girl that I that. like Would be there Except like, here like Okay so here's yeah. how You kill yourself yeah. And then also You kill yourself And then like All the people Who did bad stuff to you They'll all Like feel bad And they'll yeah. pay for what they did Yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's not a could or like Right. Which is why I'm very conflicted way, about it. Yeah, to to handle that topic. Right. But at the same time, I will say, like Did the show
0: creators uh, ever address the fact that there was an uptick in suicide?
1: Just recently they've have finally like Netflix has been like, We are going to modify that scene and like cut it down. Is it oh, really the that damage bad? is already done it, it, Netflix? It, is. it took them like you two dummies. years. But yeah. well they know what
0: they're doing. Netflix is like barely human. They're like yeah, a they're, evil. Evil. They're, they're like an, an AI human. It is a corporation. Well
1: they're like a, well I mean not according to the freaking laws, but like Yeah. They're like an AI. <laughs> right. But the thing I will say the thing about 13 Reasons Why in terms of yeah. just the, you know, uh, I this portrait of this car- of this teenager who is driven to suicide, I did f- I, obviously they have 13 hours to do it. Yeah. And right. this movie cursed
0: number by the way. Yeah, and, and that's exactly, you know, fucking exactly. hexing
1: us. And uh, better not watch that show on a Friday, am I right? Oh my God, that's Shh, extra Jason's potent, potent for you. black magic coming out of that Netflix screen. <laughs> what? But <laughs>
0: I will say that I uh, that like my first tape is how dumb I am on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> Just uh, this recording. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You just, just mailed this to episode it. back to Listened me. To and this Pat. episode, yeah. Someone listen to it. It's like, oh, I get it.
0: And you, it's, that's all it is. Is one episode. You're like, oh, yeah. I get it. I'm just dead <laughs> in the other room. Oh yeah, that guy should be dead. Like, <laughs> we all agree with that. Oh wow, he is sucking
1: in oxygen and producing nothing of value. <laughs> but uh, all I'm saying is, in, in terms of a, uh, a show about, uh, you know a teenager driven to suicide and then the people around them then dealing with that. I felt like that show largely uh, handled it like both d- despite the troubling like implications and like big ideas that it finally got to. I did feel like it it, it just had a more believable and effective uh, like handling of both of those things. Of both, you know, how everyone else... Uh, just like like the impact it had on on the, the the people like the on the survivors and also just like you know the motivation uh, of you know the actual suicidal See, person although of course of course we have tapes that she is narrating herself saying this stuff that's what yeah. i mean is like uh, that might be
0: subtly the most troubling thing to me is like the notion of reasons that like create a, <laughs> a, a anywhere effect. close to like a a, a you know, like airtight or like coherent narrative that like anyone should take fully as the truth. I you will know? say
1: also like for uh what's the movie? Permanent Record. Um, <laughs> what, is th- this? Th- what the th- fuck th- are th- we talking about? Th- 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 there's John Wick. There's <laughs> <laughs> John Wick. Uh and then John Wick killed suicide.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, suicide <laughs> killed his dog, and he was like, not anymore. No, yeah, headshot, headshot, Why? headshot. <laughs>
1: but uh, there's the scene where where the the big envelope arrives yeah. uh to uh, to chris's home where it that has like the sheet music for the music that David had been writing and also the yeah. letter to him I did like that we didn't see the letter we just saw him reading it right um I wish he does he reads it out loud it's one sentence I know I wish we didn't hear him reading it out loud yeah and like I for me like I I do actually like the idea that this I don't know which is the right version, or if I don't. There is a the right version. It's art. There's like a, a million different versions, ways you can approach it. But Very I like good. the idea of of handling in, it in a way where you you don't get any of the suicidal person's thoughts or messages. There's or, or, or notes or anything like that. All we have to do, all, all we can, can do, is just attempt to like. Interpret like what what had already happened And what we already knew there's no clear Answer right. like laid out yeah. for us. I he's The only he's the one he's the last person To like explain Himself you
0: know I, I, I didn't mind the The note that David leaves for Chris only because the note doesn't Still explain anything He just it's one sentence to His friend it's it's his unfinished song And then I think it's a note that just something like, you know, everything should be feeling right, but it's for some reason it still doesn't or something like that, right? Also, you know what? A lot of people don't write notes. Just by the way. Yeah, yeah. So A lot of people don't. Everyone leaves tapes, though. Everyone leaves 13 tapes. 13 tapes. (laughs) Of good banging content before they leave this mortal coil. Um Wait, dude. What about guys, the movie okay. Thirteen Ghosts? But it's Thirteen Ghosts Why? And uh, that's nice. it's good. Thirteen
1: Ghost Ships. <laughs> 13 ghost Ships. <laughs> Wait, uh, guys. I, I just had an idea. Uh, do you think because the way that younger people, especially, have uh, like glommed onto this word and made it just a part of their general vocabulary, what do you word? think we'll ever get uh, people will leave suicide content?
0: Hmm what I think people will instead, get-
1: instead of like a suicide note, they'll be like. Here's my suicide content. Oh, Just God. YOLO as a like note. a
0: YouTube channel. Just like fuck you. What Just a bleak yeet. thought. I apologize for this. Guys, episode. well, here's the thing. Okay, <laughs> how,
1: how do we how. We're having covered, our own personal version Of the same crisis that these films and movies have We try to make this fun But then we have a movie like this And it's like how do you have a discussion But keep it fun but also try to delicately How do you talk, talk about suicide but keep it fun Well you have
0: to have the tonal whiplash shifts That you guys don't like Yeah you think we're not feeling <laughs> conflicted talking about this And the fact that we're like you know Fluctuating between a serious discussion about this topic But then also trying to throw in our fart jokes still Yeah And stuff like that That's true. I'll leave in your burp. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. See, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Honestly, I see you and I appreciate you. Um, like We're just here to be won. silly and have a fun time hanging out with each other, but then we talk about these movies and sometimes the movies are about horrific stuff. You know what I... Um, Keanu Reeves is in a lot of serious movies as much as he's in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey <laughs> or whatever. Sweet November. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I'm gonna cry when we get to that Sweet one. Sweet
1: November.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that song. And
0: that's Sweet Virginia. Oh um,
1: yeah, yeah. Wait, you, wait. Do you mean Meet Virginia?
0: Ah, uh, fuck! Yeah Anyway You know what makes me sad? Train You know what I was
1: thinking about today? Train makes me, me sad too Drummer went to our school Yeah no, yeah, as, as I Went to our high school Yeah um, we, are, we are younger than the band Train To be very clear <laughs> Oh He's yes. much older than us Yes yeah. He's
0: much older They're than ancient us. I'm, I'm 18 years old Yeah so. we've never met Virginia <laughs> uh, Yeah I, Oh I, uh, You know what I was thinking of today That made me very sad And I wondered about this person's life um, Not what? someone you know what when I was a young boy when I was a young man my father
1: took me into the city <laughs>
0: when I was a young man <laughs> doodle doodle do, uh, I uh, when we first moved to the city actually I had work I was working I worked a bunch of jobs over the course of a e- like year and a half 2012 bad year bad <laughs> bad struggling time um hurricane sandy <laughs> that actually was dope for me <laughs> I know I remember that horrible and yeah, destructive yeah. for everyone else and I'm really sorry but for me, it was I. It, that was such a bad year that that felt like the chaos that like gave me power. Yeah, but I was Matt. like, destroy this trash city, <laughs> wash these streets. Um, <laughs> so I was working at um, a, a just a very temporary like two week gig at Cardozo Law School books the
1: Cardozo Law School bookstore in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, this wasn't the Barnes and Noble thing. No, this was after for a very. Brief Wait, period. we but lived but together. I didn't even know about this. I know. I just popped in a little bit before the Strand, which was also very short lived. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, that, you worked. Was that the year that you worked at Midtown Comics as well? Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. Damn. You just. I told you
0: I was fucking everywhere. Yeah. literary friend. I got fired from the <laughs> Strand. Uh, <laughs> but I was. <laughs> I was there at Cardozo Law School bookstore to, just for the brief period that like new students were coming in for the semester and they had to buy their books and they needed some like, extra employees to like sit in essentially a like very large utility closet filled with con law books that cost like 250 bucks that like the students were always going to be throwing in the garbage next year. Yeah. Uh, And I just had to like unload this and like work there. I worked with this guy that whose name I forget, but he was, he gave me contact depression because he was this like 33 year old kind of like Latino guy who Mm -hmm. came in and he just like had this defeated look and like he had also clearly like just strung this job. But like I very quickly found out that like he lived like way up in, in Queens, like somewhere really far from the bookstore, and like had a, a kid, had like a little kid, and he'd just be like, Yeah, this my son, his name's Gabriel, and like he's mm-hmm. and my here's my wife and he just sounded so defeated. Just and the only thing tone. the only time I ever heard him sound like have any life underneath his voice was when oh, no. he showed me on his phone that he had he had finalized a purchase of the new
2: Oh no. <laughs> I'm so scared. The yeah. new
0: golden uh <laughs> Uh, Nintendo Wii <laughs> with a uh, 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 Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword Edition. Oh, and he was man. like, I got it. I got the new one. look, <laughs> and it comes with the, the Skyward Sword. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, Bro, you are 33 years old. This is the light of your life right and, now. And he was like, I got it. And it was like, got the gold one with the freaking Triforce on it. And I was just like, Straight up, I'm like you know 23 yeah i am like okay just another cautionary tale don't be that in, in 10 years in a long list of cautionary tales like working in like retail and service industry oh yeah that contact depression is real when you meet somebody that's so what legitimately do you think crushed he is up to that's what i wonder all the time honestly uh just yeah to see somebody like who's only Grasp is like consumer products and like Nintendo and yeah, like that's a bummer, baby, you know, baby shit. And you're like yeah.
1: 33 years at, old. At the same time, <laughs> I, like like you, you you grasp onto what you can, whatever and works, like, you know. I mean, look, I mean, Matt, we joke about this, but but you regularly say to me, "I just have to stay alive until until Denny Villeneuve's Dune comes." <laughs> <up."> <laughs> that, anyway, I mean, you 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 don't you get me wrong. That. I don't hold
0: myself above these people, really. It's yeah. just there, but for the grace of God, go I, you know. That um, kind of, kind of thing. But yeah, boy. it is funny, though, when somebody's like, I just got the new gold edition Legend of Zelda. Woo! And you're like, oh, that's cool, man. What else happened today? And he's like, oh, nothing. I don't know. My just, son said his first word or something. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was daddy, but nothing. Yeah, I, mean, I just don't but, know. Um, but 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 you, you can never tell if they're saying daddy or if they're saying, like, my wife's going to kill me because I'm like four months behind on my rent. But I just had to get the golden Hyrule edition. And it's just like, boy, oh,
1: boy. Hey, I hope you're happy. I did I, I, No I'm I telling you kept it kept it going I'm just Yeah Yeah Oh by the way Since I, I brought up the, mo- up the movie <laughs> Sorry that
0: really Bumped me out more than 13 I, Reasons Why I, I, I am, I am depressed now Because show. he's real Because he's a man that exists Because he's a real man also, And that shows a dumb um, Fake Netflix show I,
1: I also <laughs> Because Because you brought this up as In this discussion about suicide I'm just like uh, I really hope that guy Is still alive Yeah seriously You know what I was also thinking <laughs> I'm. I know No. I don't. I'm scared to find out. Cerebral playground. What is oh. that? What is, what is cerebral playground from Saratoga.
0: That. Oh, I was thinking about this like two weeks ago, and wait, I couldn't remember wait, the name of it. Why
1: are we talking about? This? I don't no. know.
0: And I was just thinking about this dad was that was there, the also audience. there with his son because I was thinking about <laughs> sad dads,
1: and he was playing Battlefield something with his son, and he was just. Waiting. Wait, wait, wait. the shit out of Matt, his son. No one listening knows what Cerebral pl- a Playground is
0: It's one of these like net cafe <laughs> like, What is it like a It was a, a big
1: deal for like <laughs> a few years When we were in high school in our town
0: Right you could pay hourly to play like games On this like land service That they, I, like, I never went And this like guy who ended up later being arrested for drug dealing uh, Ran it and, it, obviously, it was a business model that, like, also didn't need to exist very quickly after it was established. Yeah. Anyway, I just saw a dad literally berating his, his son, his a 50-year-old man this time, probably, berating a 13-year-old <laughs> about his weapons loadout in Battlefield not complimenting the one he chose as the dad <laughs> and like calling him an uh, idiot
1: <laughs> for like not to. giving
0: him suppressive fire cover while he yeah. like stormed
1: a, a fucking trench <laughs> I mean...
0: (laughs) Once again, where is that guy Okay, honestly,
1: that to me is more of a cautionary tale. This guy that you worked with at that store, I mean, at the same time, he is a a working-class guy trying to support a family and, like, a small child in New York. Mm -hmm. And so, that sounds rough. This guy... At cerebral a cerebral playground I cannot speak ben, I can't say that name this guy is probably a very well-off man no 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 no
0: strike that from your head that place was for people who couldn't afford like computers and stuff in general or, oh. or like kids who couldn't it was like mostly like poorer people who like we're like i can't get an xbox but yet i can pay, pay, this one, hourly I can pay rate like 7 dollars to... an hour to play like halo oh
1: <laughs> well now i just feel
0: <laughs> i feel bad now we're just, we're
1: just laughing at like lower income people and their stuff but sad i mean lives. i was
0: there too and like i you know i mean i was like friends with people like whatever it's just it's more like just these are the kind of things that could almost be the like local color for depression in my mind more than like these kind of like histrionic like Beyond, like you know, sexual crimes or like these like really intense things, just like life just beating you down. Yeah, and, like I, I see what you mean. Those are the more realistic ways that, in like our life experience, I see people carry depression with them, as opposed to like like what you were saying, like this idea of this big, but emotional mailing of tapes that's in Ebert's yeah. review
1: that he's like. I like that it yeah. didn't do the obvious things Of like oh his girlfriend is pregnant Oh he's like You know has you know failing At, at, at these things or the like
0: cheating I thought was uh yeah was like An interesting touch right like, I do agree with Ebert that that scene was like pretty Indicative of someone who's just yeah. like Trying to feel something while at the same time like Failing to and it's just yet another Burden on his own Sense of self esteem while like confirming His own sense of self esteem like yeah. That's right. a pretty like good small complicated like thing
1: that like carries a lot of information in it see what I feel like is if if the character who killed himself was like one of these people that you're describing yeah then it would just become like you know Alejandro Gonzalez and Yurito misery porn where it's like it's this well-off man directing these movies about like oh, yes And then these poor people they are uh, they're very sad and their lives are bad and then they well, no I'm not themselves. going in that direction are I don't speaking I don't, of
0: the film beautiful Yeah, beautiful. Uh, <laughs> yeah a yeah, little bit. I am I don't mean bit? to go in that direction though I'm not trying to say like you you like at a distance judge. Yeah, like poverty is ways of I'm saying more like I'm meaning it more in terms of like an average experience. Like I I I right. think that like um permanent record does another version that I I think works um in general, which is yeah, you you have someone who's it's unclear there's just like these vague things running back that could or could not be like the deciding factor in somebody like really feeling like they needed to die. But like the another way to go is just like to have it not be this like I guess teen drama almost goes hand in hand with this kind of thing. Like rash acts like this are, are a lot of the time Yeah, feel way more real and just present when you're uh, in high school or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't need to be misery porn so much as like the small crushing reality kind of weighing heavy. I think that affects people a lot of the time. And uh And It's more like chronic and low-grade, but it can still lead to the same result. Yeah And it's it's also it's a national epidemic at the moment, isn't it? I mean like it's been a mental health crisis issue for like What a a decade like it like the US is not doing great on those stats So it is an issue that like should be addressed And so it's kind of important to like think about how best to approach it and how best to show it on a platform where you know, millions and millions of people have very, very easy access to. Yeah, right, and are like I, binging to... it and like eating popcorn and like you know. getting together and like trying to figure out like, okay, this reason makes me think that like maybe this is who did it. Maybe Sean's actually like was like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, you know, that shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not Riverdale. Like you're, no. you're... <laughs> it's not Riverdale. Yeah. That's yeah. for sure.
1: Riverdale, a quality television show yeah. where Riverdale's actually great. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> it's just. Bonkers, right? You know? And uh, it, it 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 does not attempt to, you know, discuss sensitive subjects delicately. Instead, there will just be a cult and right. witches Ooh. and serial killers, Ooh. and then Archie goes to jail but joins an underground boxing ring. So
0: yeah, you don't need to be <laughs> That's pretty cool. You know, Hanaki or whatever Hanaki to like. You don't need to be at that level of, of like dourness and, and just misery either. Hey guys, question for for the group. What What can you guys isolate a single movie or TV show that left you feeling the bleakest you've ever felt? Like really, just you came out of it and you're just. I mean, I mean, so yeah, heavy. I don't really.
1: I don't, I, I'm not really anxious to talk about it because I remember when Matt and I watched a Serbian film together and felt bad for days. Oh yeah, yeah. I you told me you about that. You know what?
0: The, that is a different quality than I think you're describing. Though, like, yeah. I just straight I, up I, felt I, grossed I think I mean out. Like legit. Like Sala was pretty was pretty bad. I still Sala. haven't gotten around to watching um, that. Pretty bad. <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, did you just, do you have an answer to this? No, I don't. Honestly, I while w-
1: while I do recognize the the, the 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 sort of like slight humor, uh, unintentional humor of the final scene, I remember the first time I saw The Mist, I just like watched that it was alone, heavy, yeah. and I was just like, I just kind of sat there like in a bit of bummed out daze for like like yeah. fifteen minutes. Um, it's definitely not like the, I remember
0: like, the counselor made me feel really bad when I watched that. I've still that. never seen it. Yeah. The counselor. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> over the top, but I just remember the sheer, um, amount of violence and the horrific ends to which most of the characters, you know, like the, the, the ends that most of the characters meet just ended up making me feel sick to my stomach. I think books make me feel worse or have made me feel worse. Fair. I'm not asking you that question though. <laughs> oh, Answer his goddamn <laughs> question. That's a fair point. Anyway, do you want to like? Uh, wait, wait. Actually, guys, yeah. guys,
1: we have gone on a very, very weird, long, spiraling tangent. That I've also literally just, gotten depressed. It is. Yeah, I, I am also bummed Good, out. Good. We yeah. should be okay. Yeah. But um, I I right now. I'm going to tie it back to the film. Let's and land on the, the mood. Because it's time to talk about my favorite character in the film. His name is Randy.
0: Ra- r- 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 Randy. Randy. <laughs> uh, with eight
1: A's. No, not eight A's. Um, he uh, is like a character who gets an arc, but is... Randy, played by Paul Gannis. An enigma. Uh, hmm. who, who Who is the character, honestly, maybe one of the earliest teen, teen, teen film characters to have a man bun. Even though it's kind of a man bun slash Amadeus, sl-
0: yeah. <laughs> like, um,
1: but Randy is just this. Uh, Matt, I believe you just called him a goober every yeah, time he's he was like on this, screen. This feckless goober <laughs> who like
0: is like seems almost tra- traumatized in his own ways, but for the most part, just seems so wide-eyed and eager to please and unsure of himself. In also, the sense,
1: always nervous, rarely speaks. It just right. be a thing where like David will be like. Uh, Randy, you're gonna conduct, and he just kind of like looks at him nervously. But <laughs> but then he crushes it. But then he crushes it, and yeah. very importantly, oh my god, this like like this crime-ridden crime city. We can't keep addressing so the sirens. They're just yeah. always gonna be there. No, we, we will every There's time. There's a lot of crime. Uh, but when we finally get to the performance <laughs> of the HMS Pinafore, Randy yeah. is conducting, and. On his sort of like weird little man bun thing <laughs> He has a like a white ribbon around Long-ass it. ass like a, right, It's right. like a tied in a bow But then it goes all the way down his back <laughs> Yeah And he's wearing a tuxedo <laughs> He
0: goes from like mom jeans And like just like a stupid <laughs> shirt yeah. And like just his hair kind of messy But long And just big watery doughy eyes Just like y- yeah Well what do you think I don't know I'm just here I don't know To Crisply conducting in a full tux with a ribbon in his beautiful
1: man bun, but importantly still wide-eyed still looks nervous.
0: Yeah, still does look nervous, but Also through that experience Has the confidence just in the intermission or whatever after the show to like Hit on the girl. He has a crush on who was the girl that was cheating with who David, David was sleeping with who David was sleeping with. Well, I think her name was Kim. Yes. Yeah. Who was doing costumes or whatever for for the show? Yeah. and He's like the
1: costumes were great. His costumes are great. And, on, and honestly, by You're the end hot. there, I, I was like, I I I am shipping these two. Yes. I care about this relationship the most. Uh, because also I liked her character because yeah. she's also the one who's like people are like you know there's the, the scene where Keanu is like uh hey did he did he say anything to you like what do you. Like, right. uh, do you know anything? And she's like, uh, no, I didn't... Also... He, he wouldn't even let me ask him questions. Also, you know, tis-tis Keanu for, for,
0: for knowing. I mean, you gotta, I guess, like, bros before hosts <laughs> or whatever. <But laughs> yeah, like there you go. <laughs> but, like, man, I, th- that was, like, the first time it was revealed that
1: he knew and was saying nothing. Yeah, yeah. But, but just seeing them, and, and again, just... As much as I think the movie stumbles a bit at it, especially with the climactic song, um, the idea of of these people who have gone through something she made me uh, sad too. Oh yeah, Kim. Yeah, she's just like a, like she just was
0: like she liked him a lot and like she knew he didn't she didn't he didn't see her as anything worthwhile really and like she would hint it at she was just like dating a string of scumbags who were,
1: you know, right. But but the, again, uh, for uh, me, this is more effective than the climactic song yeah in terms of just the idea of these characters like having some hope for the future yes and 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 like uh moving past this grief
0: this is why i say that that the like climax scene sucks but the final scene is great where it's just the same panning shot from the beginning in the same location now with this like symbolic kind of like fence as a reminder uh that was a, what that happened. was a nice last shot. And yeah. yeah, you see Kim with Randy. Yes. And like they yeah, yeah. they got together. And like, yeah, it's such a quick little thing, but I was like, yeah, yes, get it, you two. Yeah. You yeah. guys are gonna be so also, great. Also, everybody, stop naming your kids Randy. It's not a <laughs> good never <name>. stop. If <laughs> Randy <laughs> is not a cool name, don't no name more of your Do kids. Do whatever, whatever you Randy. want. Can you imagine meeting somebody and you they have like a like an adorable two year old baby and they're like, What's their name? And it's like, oh, it's Randy.
1: Yeah, you. I can't. Can. <laughs> also, you know, you think of all the classic Randy. You, you got Randy Newman. Randy Newman. He's you, a great Randy. You got Randy Quaid. Great Randy. Debatably, Randy, great Randy Quaid. Quaid. Oh my! Uh, <laughs> already, we're already we're uh, stumbling. Randy, Randy Quaid. That's Randy so cool. Quaid. I mean, look, he he, the, the man who said shitters full, and the man who said hello, boys, I'm back. The man who. The uh, man who fled had to Canada. Be in
0: Canada. For un, for because unclear of, reasons. All I'm saying Hillary, is, there's a long
1: a long history of great randies. Yeah, we won't need to name any others, but yes,
0: um, Randy, the guy that replaced Randy Topher Grace in that '70s show, <laughs> Randy Jackson. Well, no, that what you said too, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when, Topher when, to when Randy? Every, when when the two high profile stars from that '70s show left, and they had to replace them with a guy named Randy. Remember when Ashton Kutcher? And I don't Gray want to talk about it. Eric. We're not in that. a dark time for America. But I'm trying to get myself out of this freaking. And Donna mood went blonde. This... What the
1: heck? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get myself out of this low mood that I got dragged down into. Uh, you know, we can just wrap up the episode. Yeah. yeah. Does anyone else have any final thoughts on this movie? I
0: thought it was a good movie. I just think the ending kept it from achieving a kind of cult status that it otherwise would have. I
1: think it's kind of a still kind of a mixed bag. I lean a little bit more positive. Yeah. Uh, Again, also when it's trying to be a comedy, it's great. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but,
0: Pat, I think the beginning section, too, that opening shot with, like, just the wind
1: and these I, kids having a party, but there's something yeah, soap about it,
0: also good. There's the, something about the juggling that's wrong.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It, the juggling is is messy and, yeah. and and a decent amount of the time not really successful, but I think yeah. there's enough good, interesting stuff there. Also, if only that song were better. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, Joe Strummer, why couldn't you have, like, just written a cool, like, they seemed like that kind of band. Like, yeah. Anyway.
1: Yeah, I, or, I just I'm just gonna echo your sense. You gonna float this idea out there. Uh, again, if someone wants uh, uh, a a payoff of the thing we were talking about earlier on, set up some payoffs. This is a, a well structured podcast. Nice, um, if dude. someone wants to travel through time and yeah. use this idea and take it back and put it in the dreams and in uh, was it and, and do some Inception uh, yeah. in like '87, so just hire Prince to write the songs. There you go there, That's it I'm depressed I, again I God solved damn it. it Yeah, You I made me think about it. Prince
0: Now I'm yeah. sad again Okay let's end the episode <laughs> David Berman also recently killed himself He's the
1: lead singer of the Silver Jews
0: Oh, I don't know that. Yeah. David Burma.
1: Let's end the episode. Um, to everyone who listened to this episode, oh I'm God. sorry. I think that's his name. Uh yes, that's that, that's his name. Okay. Yes. Uh he died last week. Uh yeah. I, I'm I, I apologize for this episode. This is a
0: comedy podcast.
1: <laughs> is it? <laughs> is no. it? No, I was just it?
0: joking. I'm just trying to make it's a funny a film joke and I'm TV joking. podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know yeah. this, It's information, it's the news
1: <laughs> This is a weird podcast and a weird collection of people to discuss <laughs> To spend two hours discussing what this movie is about oh, man. And so uh, I'm sorry uh, We We tried our best <laughs> to both discuss things seriously But also keep it light and prevent it from getting too heavy. If you want to know how we feel about it, listen to our post podcast show.
0: We're Sorry. talking Gavin about can't get enough of Keanu. Like, did the that, boys really nail
1: it? That's your best. Your best name, Gavin about can't, can't get, get, get enough, enough of Keanu, Keanu. <laughs> with Chris Hardwick
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and Mark Wahlberg.
2: <laughs> I still think it's all right.
1: <laughs> Alright, bye I don't buy either. Okay uh, Thank you to Brian Host for our theme song Thank you to Emma Logsdon for our artwork Follow us on Twitter and Instagram At mm. Keanu Podcast Send us some, some nice emails uh, Keanu Podcast At gmail.com Jake, you, you have anything else we want to plug? Um, you can follow me on Vero
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Jake, you want to start over? You can. <laughs> we're all so old and have <laughs> emphysema. You can. Uh huh. Um, Take us home. I'm trying to get a Vero count off the ground. <laughs> so
1: Vero, can, it's not just for Zack Snyder fans. It's not
0: just for Zack Snyder fans. Um, It's for Jake fans, too. Yeah, it's for Jake fans. What's Oh, um, mine's at, at thirteen reasons why you should follow my bureau.
1: Thanks, Jake. Not You're welcome. Uh, what, what the other important thing that you should do is uh go over to iTunes and like rate and review this podcast so you can help more people discover it, and um uh, you know uh, uh chat about th- about the episodes in our subreddit r slash uh, thrillums, and uh, all I want to say is be excellent to one another.